Oh Excellent. Can you lay a little bit more color on me from that that roar? Yeah. So I'm gonna decapitate this knoll, slash across the master knolls, and then just look them dead in the eye, and release like full line, like beginning, like MGM mm -hmm. uh, beginning, mm. like. Rah. Oh, that was good. That, that was, was, that was yeah, all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Welcome to Dungeon Busters, your Dungeons & Dragons actual play experiment. I'm Diego, a professional dungeon master and actor. And I'm Michael, an actor and role-playing addict. Each episode, we summon a special guest who helps us give your game inspiration one encounter at a time. We don't just play D&D, we, we put, put it, it to, to the, the test. test. Hey everybody, welcome back to Dungeon Busters. Uh, my name is Michael. And I am Diego. And we are joined by Phil Vasquez today. Howdy. So thanks for joining us, Phil. Phil thanks, and I go way back. We went to school together. Uh, he's my longtime DM. He DM'd my longest campaign. Yeah, I think I DM'd your first campaign, right? My first? Yeah, and my yeah. first. He, yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, it feels like forever ago, but it was like 2017. I think. Yeah. yeah, it still was. Yeah, yeah. I got. You know what? That that, that is. It feels a lot. We realize how long oh, it's been. Man, I am so old. <laughs> Every day, for us all. <laughs> the end creeps nearer and nearer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Diego, what are we talking about today? Well, today in the Dungeon Busters uh, lab, today we are. Uh, well, let me let me let me start off in saying this. Have y'all ever heard the phrase "shoot the monk"? used uh in relation to D, D. I actually don't think i have heard that specific phrase so not at all okay so that is um kind of uh, uh encapsulates the concept that like you should be designing encounters that lean into the way your players have built their characters right one of the monks like mm. coolest features is it's uh deflect missile it can mm. catch any arrow thrown at it or projectile yes. or whatever and then throw it back and uh the idea is that, like, if you got a monk in the party, you're going to have to have archers in the encounter uh, to shoot the monks. That way the monk gets to use their ability and feels cool uh, yes, and effective yes. in, in the party. Uh, but more broadly, yeah, like, what is y'all's experience with monks? Uh, have y'all ever played monks, DM'd for monks? Yeah, so I've played a monk in a Theros campaign. I'm actually going to be playing the same monk because we only leveled up through level three. So I, I like, just got my subclass. I was really excited and then we <laughs> totally trailed off. As so, happens. As yeah, always as, happens. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm really excited to revisit the character um, and to use some more of the the monk feats and yeah. their key ability. Nice. Mm -hmm. nice. So you, you've had a passing encounter with like a, a monk before up to level yeah. 3. Yeah. And it was really fun. But it, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to play more. So I'm excited to, mm -hmm. to really dive into that. Hell yeah. What about you, Phil? What do you, what you know, I've never played a monk in a full-fledged campaign. I, I've done... I think I was telling you earlier, I've done like a level three one shot for a monk uh, in the campaign that Michael was in uh, our rogue multi-classed into monk mm -hmm. uh, for a little while. But I, I think they only took, I want to say like five levels of monk we, and we ended up at level 12 or something like that. Yeah. So it was there, but I didn't have to deal with stunning strike or anything <laughs> like that until right there at the end. Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's amazing. It is interesting how I feel like, and, you know, obviously the discourse that's online around D&D &D can be all over the place. But a lot of people tend to say that, like, monks and sometimes 
these martial classes in general are feel a little lackluster. It's yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, mm-hmm. the the discourse tends to say that uh, martial classes are underpowered uh, compared to spellcasters and monks even more so. Yes, uh, at the bottom of the chain as far as martial classes, casters or martial players go. Yeah, because their key ability is essentially like a spell sp- spell slot, but they typically have fewer. And they don't get it back spells, on a, right? on like a short rest or or do they? Can't remember. I actually think that you you, you do. do. <laughs> well, shows how much I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it it is true that like a lot of the uh, energy around like marshals and monks in particular is that they are this kind of like suboptimal class, um, which I have always thought was like kind of a very sad thought because the monks, I think, in terms of like the the world building or the type of character that you can build are some of the most exciting ones. Like mm-hmm. this idea of like a stoic warrior from some monastery up in the hills, mm. like having to venture down to, you know, get worldly experience or whatever it is before they can ascend or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, what was interesting actually about playing a monk in the Theros world was that um, whether you serve a god, or I actually did like the atheist version in the Theros world, which is like, I don't believe in God. So I get supernatural powers too, because I believe in like cosmic energy or something like that. But it, you do get some like magical abilities, mm-hmm. I think, just being in that world. So, yeah, it was interesting. I don't know if I ever used them, but I had like two or three spells I think I could. Yeah. Or abilities I could use. But they were more like checking to see if a creature's like celestial or demonic mm. or something like that. Sure. Like more of a vibe check on the monsters. Yeah. Mm. It's like, are you serving a god or... Can I trust you? I never played the Theros uh, setting, but it looks very fun. I, it seems like a very fun campaign setting to like traipse around in. Yeah, it was fun to dive into. It's a high magic place. It's a it's a cool spot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, in in that, in that kind of context, is there like I, I played a I played a monk before in a campaign, and we got up to like level six or not or something like that. And one thing that I found was that. Um, if you have to, uh, using the monks athleticism like to your advantage is very exciting too because like they can like you know like basically like run up walls or whatever it is if like you can get high enough on your uh, athletics rolls or acrobatics rolls mm-hmm. and their slow fall feature makes it very handy like it takes all all the fear out of falling from a high place mm-hmm. so like if I want to yeah. just like come like jump down superhero land totally somewhere you know you don't have to worry about the damage there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is, is there anything else like mechanically that like broadly excites y'all about monks uh, or criticisms too? I'll take that. You know, I don't really have any criticisms beyond the fact that there is just so much. And I, I think that that is uh, staring a level eight monk in the face that we haven't, that I haven't touched. I've never played this character before. <laughs> yeah. I made them from scratch for this uh, staring all those abilities in the face that, and all the uh, possibilities that you have. It, it almost gets overwhelming just how much you can do. Um, and I wonder if that's where some of the criticism comes from, at least right off the bat, because it is, Many, many things, small and incrementally. Yeah. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a lot. But that said, I am very excited to go for a stunning strike. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes. When, the, when those land, they feel really good. Oh, man. I've just, I've never, I've never done one as a player. Uh, I've, I've rarely been on the side of one as a DM, but uh, man, are they great. Yeah. It's interesting. You, you brought up earlier, like the ability to, um, 
catch and throw back like yeah. f- uh, flying projectiles because I remember having an opportunity to deflect them, but they were shooting from such far range away that I couldn't like throw it back. And ah. I was so mad. I was like, no. So I'm I'm definitely excited to uh, jump into this. Well, with that said, why don't we go ahead and transition over to the Dungeon Busters lab and see what awaits us there. All right, and welcome to the Dungeon Busters lab. Uh, Right now, we're going to go ahead and get to know uh, the characters that will be in today's session a little bit. So why don't uh, Phil... Guest of Honor, why don't you go ahead and let us know a little bit about your character? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am playing a Harangon uh, monk, uh, giving us a little bit of a uh, little bit of Feywild vibes. Uh, I am playing uh, a drunken master monk named Ketchup. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I am so excited for this character. Yeah, me too. Uh, I haven't met him yet, so it'll be great. Uh, Ketchup is a um, is a, a lop eared, uh, oh. yeah, uh, a lop eared calico uh, rabbit, if you yeah. will. Uh, splotches of gray and ruddy red, uh, all about them, with a little bit of beige fur, specifically on their belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wear a uh, blue vest uh, and a martial arts belt, uh, but. No pants because they are anthropomorphic, right? And that seems to be a rule. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. All no. tops, no bottoms. Yeah, all tops, no bottoms for sure. So, um, I mean, Pooh Bear started it, and he's the kingpin. So. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Pooh Bear is the kingpin. Pooh Bear is the kingpin. Yeah, that or Mickey Mouse, and both will track, I guess. Yeah, nah, we'll keep it with Pooh Bear. Yeah, Pooh, Bear Pooh Bear is the people's king. The people's yeah. kingpin. He's yeah. the public domain now. Yeah. yeah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. oh so he, he is the people's king. Yeah, po- Mickey is the yeah. capitalist king. Cap- yeah, right. Pooh po- <laughs> Bear, the people's king. I mean, a mouse figure that wears only top. Oh, no. oh, he wears bottoms. He wears only bottoms and gloves and gloves. Wow. So he's the complete opposite. That makes opposite. sense. Yeah, yeah. We don't get that out of here. Get that out get of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like our anthropomorphized animals bottomless. Bottomless. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's where ketchup is is gonna be. Uh, ketchup uh, is approximately small size, uh, which you can choose with a heron gun. I didn't know you could oh, either be cool. medium or small. I chose oh, small, cool. so ketchup is under four feet, probably about like three nine. Three nine, <sighs> love yeah. it. Love yeah. I king. love that. I've also. Is there anything special about it's heron gun, right? Mm-hmm. Is there anything special about the heron gun race? I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I really wasn't either until I went in here uh, and checked it out. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lucky rabbit foot uh, ability or lucky footwork. Okay, if you will. Uh, if I am, if I do fail a deck save, which you know, rogue or excuse me, monk, not necessarily going to happen, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Uh, you can add a d4 to a poten- a failure. Once you find out that it fails, you can add a d4 to potentially change that failure to a success. Kind of a built-in Dang. bless as far as uh, as far as deck saves go, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then there is also a bonus action rabbit leap where you can, as long as your speed is not zero at the time and you are not prone, you can use your bonus action to leap 15 feet oh um, sick. so That's it's cool. it does kind of uh blend in or kind of overlaps with a lot of the bonus action economy as far as the monk already goes mm-hmm. um but i like the idea of extra mobility and maybe yeah. a little extra immediate height um, yeah which is cool i know another popular build is the uh tabaxi monk oh totally because like you can run like 100 miles an hour in like 12 seconds or something like that and got them claws yeah. baby yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah in that vein, I am playing uh, Lysistrata of the Sun Guides, uh, which is 
in the anthropomorphic world, I'm playing a Leonin. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lion a humanoid character. Um, yes, that is Lysistrata of the Sun Guides. Does she wear pants? She doesn't wear pants. Ah, that's amazing. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> People's hero. I, she was, does have like, you know, uh, bandages wrapped around her thighs sure. to carry weapons. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, but that's utilitarian. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. Sure. Holsters don't count as pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there anything special about the Leonin like race? Um, so they do have an ability called Daunting Roar, mm. uh, which allows uh, people to. Uh, she can make people like run away. It's essentially like casting fear. It's similar ah. similar to that. Um, yeah, and she's just like a ripped. I picture like a ripped CrossFit lady who's just like yeah. all about, she wakes up in the morning, she does sun salutations right away. Yeah. And she's just all about being in peak physical condition. To that end, ketchup has a bit of a belly on him. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice opposites. Oh, what uh, monastic traditions did y'all pick for each of your monks? Uh, yeah, I went, uh, I went for drunken master on this one. I'm really excited about this one. I, it's always been floating around in my mind as something that I'd love to check out and feel it's, it is again in that, in that monk world. One of the ones that is the least, um, I think fantastical. It is one of the, it's just low magic moving and uh, Mm -hmm. all about mobility and all about, uh, and, uh, dodging and avoiding. And, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really cool. Um, this just seems like a really fun time to use it specifically if we are doing monk focused things yes. yeah uh so i was like yeah this is the time i'm gonna dust it off i'm gonna try it out i've never done it before have you seen jackie chan's uh drunken yes. master movie oh, yes so good so great yeah amazing classic uh and i'm doing uh way of the open hand nice. which is also low magic a lot about manipulating the opponent that you're fighting with so. that's awesome classic. i love that that was yeah. that was the monk that i played uh in that most recent campaign yeah Amazing. Is, that open hand is like the quintessential. Yeah, when quintessential think, monk. Yeah. When you think about it, it is just this is the yeah. bread and butter. This is yeah. the monk. And that's kind of what I, it's sort of like the fighter class where you can, you know, do a bunch of the martial moves. Mm-hmm. Battle master. Uh, yeah, battle master. Yeah. Sweet. And I was like, okay, I want to I want to lean into that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I love that. Awesome. Well, well, welcome to the table. Ketchup. Welcome to the table. Lysistrata. Yes. Um, as we're getting started here, uh, can Phil, can you please roll a D100 for us? Yes, of course I can. How often do you get to roll a D100? <laughs> Not often. 56. 56. All, All right. right. So for the for the purposes of our one shot today, we'll say that Lysistrata and Ketchup have been traveling together for about 56 days. Certainly long enough to know <laughs> each other uh, reasonably well, but you might not know everything about uh, mm-hmm. your traveling companions. And it is on this day that you find yourselves in a, an abandoned, dilapidated abbey. A raid has just happened on the nearby town of Gettison. Gettison. And you are on the trail. The blood of the innocent staining the stone floors of the dilapidated abbey make the blood-smeared knolls easy to follow. The smell of iron and rot becomes more oppressive the deeper into the ruins you delve. Bathed in the flickering flame of a great bonfire, the pack lord holds a holds the tattered corpse of one of the slain town folks aloft to the exuberant glee of the knolls around him. A squadron of knolls on the vine-choked balcony above momentarily stop their gluttony to cackle and cry along with their foul brethren. The carnage from their most recent rampage in the town of Gettison has not stymied their bloodlust. 
and it is here that you have found your way uh, into this inner sanctum. You have not been noticed by the gnolls just yet. I've put you guys kind of in, in the corner uh, down here. Okay. Uh, so without yeah. further ado, what would you all like to do? This place kind of sucks. Yeah. This is a um, tricky situation. Okay, so here's the plan. All right, we do. We go to these guys up at the top. We just uh, fool around a little bit, you know, give them a little what for. Push them down to the bottom, see what happens. You know, I'm always a bit skeptical of your plans, but I think in this case that might work. Absolutely. When have they ever failed? <laughs> right? More often than I would like to think. <laughs> And from what y'all can see, there are uh, two uh, squadrons here of gnolls that have taken refuge uh, in the in, in the top balcony. So there's like a stone balcony that rings mm-hmm. around and makes like a circle. Uh, so you can look down in, uh, in the middle. In the mid, like kind of crisscrossing the balcony is almost like a wooden uh, like framework. Uh, what do you call them? Like wooden beams okay. uh, that kind of make a little... Uh, incomplete catwalk uh, around this elevated ring. Okay. Now, you w- would all notice uh, from just you know being in the room that the wooden rafters that are hanging between the stone balcony are about 20 feet off the ground. Okay, great. Okay. The stone balcony itself is 30 feet off the ground. Cool. And you can see that there are kind of statues on the inner ring, uh, on, on the ground floor, on the, in, on the inside of the ring here. Uh, I Both of those uh, statues are about 15 feet tall. Okay, great. Uh, statues 15, rafters 20, 20. 30 feet. Uh, okay. For the balcony. Awesome. And you said the uh, the leader, uh, the pack leader down at the bottom floor yes. is holding a person? Yeah, like the tattered remains of like uh, a, a, a townsperson's corpse. No not, longer alive okay, person. Okay, great. A not An person. unalived All person. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, th- and this knows like the, like the, like the biggest, like most blood smeared one mm-hmm. of all of them, uh, in his like kind of like hiccup crying uh, language, he seems to be like. Yes. Pumping up his uh, his compatriots here. Um, and for those listening, the Noel is dressed in like this really uh, this heavy metal looking armor uh, with like spikes and skulls adorned. Yeah, he's a sick motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, if we haven't started any sort of initiation, I wonder if we, yeah, just sneak up uh, to our friends uh, uh, ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, try to take them out unnoticed. What's the uh, light situation? Yeah, so there's, uh, you guys right now are uh, on the fringes of some dim light mm-hmm. uh, emanating from the three fireplaces that are lit in this chamber. Okay. There's the two the two smaller fireplaces uh, and the balcony where the two yeah. squadrons have holed up. And there is a larger bonfire uh, on the ground floor where it seems like more of these have uh, gathered around. You all are on the ground floor and you do not see a ready made path or ladder that would take you up to the balcony. Oh, okay, we're on the ground floor. Okay, yeah. that's You'll see there that's the oh, okay. blue tile is the elevated balcony that's 30 feet above you, and the uh, brown tile is the ground floor. Okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Well, that does change things a little bit, but that's okay. All right. All right. Well, perhaps we should just 
Oh, you want to go up? Oh, we're going to go up. Oh, all right. Hell yeah, we're absolutely going to go up. Oh. Before we do, uh, at this point, uh, Ketchup will reach into a side satchel. Okay. And as I pull out, um, I rummage in for just a moment quietly, not to um, make any uh, noise. And I'm going to pull out a large bundle of um, herbs and spices uh, okay. that I have wrapped up kind of in a entwine, a, a bouquet garni. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And as I ha- I pull out this, and then I am going to um, light a quick little flint and. Uh, <laughs> 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 <sighs> <sighs> Breathing exercises. Stop it. No, thank you. Very well, it smells immediately of dill and parsley uh, in the air, as it uh, and and no other illicit substances, just herbs. Nice. Okay. Just some nice, nice garden herbs. Lysistrata doesn't trust your herbs. <laughs> mm, okay. Let's do this. All right. So what, 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 how are you thinking? Uh, I would, what, how are, there's no, are the, is the balcony entirely suspended from stone and no, uh, no like wall way to uh, get on up? Uh, you can see that there's kind of where uh, the stone balcony, like where the parts of it like ring out. You can see that there's like two corridors that like adjoin the wall that go, you know, north, east, mm-hmm. south, and west. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem like, you know, in the ruin of these, some of these corridors have been blocked off by, you know, centuries of, of rubble. Um, there is uh, some of these that like you can see, like maybe, you know, tunnel off into other parts of the abbey, presumably you know, another place where there would be stairs, but in this immediate room, uh, you're kind of sandwiched between the, uh, just like kind of the, the open, the open room and the, uh, where the balcony like extends out into the other wall. Okay. So, I mean, we could run in and kill someone then clamber up the statues. Yeah, I think that's the plan. (laughs) (sighs) All right, then. Um, Here's the plan. You're going to get right up in there, right at the front. I'm going to just dodge and weave around, give him a little what for, and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll jump, we'll hop, hippity hop right up the top. All right. I think uh, Lysistrata's uh, probably stealthily going to try to approach uh, one of the knoll creatures uh, by the uh, statue. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Yes. Is going to be a fifteen. Fifteen, amazing. Yeah, in in the uh, darkness, you just melt into the shadows and press yourself up against the the stone statue, out of view of the two, uh, the two knolls that are near there. You notice that one seems to be more like a common knoll. He's uh, got his uh, necklaces decorated with severed fingers, blood cakes around his snout. Another one, so uh, still a murderer, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. not like the shopkeeper. A common no, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah right. This guy just he just keeps the fingers. He's still fed on villagers. So. Uh, there is another oh. one kind of standing next to him, and this guy he looks like he, he just just like his hair is like dried out. It's just bone and like kind of bits of tattered mummified flesh uh, left like uh, on his rib cages and on the sinew between his arms and and his torso. Uh, but this one, uh, it seems to be like a standing skeleton essentially of a knoll uh and it just uh you would think it was of uh, uh i don't know like immobile from how uh sto- stoically it just stands there mm. uh mm. but every now and then you can see its uh desiccated ears twitching Ugh. uh as it like listens around uh great uh so yeah uh 
Miss Estrada uh, is in place. Ketchup, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I would like to come around. I think I'm going to go underneath the balcony uh, slightly to the north just to get, uh, yeah, underneath. Uh, nice. And just kind of stay in the shadows and get a different angle on these Amazing. Things. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Absolutely. 12 plus uh, 4, that's going to be a 16. Amazing. 16, you also are able to just silently uh, move through the rubble here, your furry... Uh, Haragon feet absorbing any any sound you might make as you quietly put yourself in position. For as large as they are, they are quiet. You know what they say about <laughs> rabbits with big feet? Bigger luck. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, All tops, no bottoms. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, with the two, with the two of you kind of in position, you are able to still maintain sight lines with each other mm-hmm. uh, from where you are. Uh, and if if the move is, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this thing. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Both of y'all go ahead and roll for initiative. Let's absolutely do it. That's gonna be a 19 for me. Oof. 19. Love that. Awesome. Uh, that was a bad roll. I'm gonna be nine. Big fat nine. nine. That's fine. I catch up. I love it though. All right. Let's go. Hell yeah. So Lysistrata's gonna kick us off, and since y'all both got surprise uh, on mm. these guys, uh, y'all are gonna be able to unleash uh, Lysistrata first, then catch up, and then we'll go back to the top of the order. Lysistrata, a bunch of baddies, and then catch up, and some more baddies on deck. Yeah. So Lysistrata, kick it off. What would you like to do with your first turn here? Yes, I think uh, I'm going to start with attacking with my Yikula, which is like a half spear, half sword weapon. Um, So I'll slash with that first. It's going to be a 12 to hit. 12 uh, hits. Yes. Oh, Oh, let's do it, baby. Let's go. Oh, right. I will take it. Maybe I should roll everything I'm going to do first, because then I would do uh, I get two attacks per turn. So I'm going to attack with that again. And that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. That's 20 hits. Oh, should I, I? I'm gonna burn a key point. Let's go yeah. and do uh, um, flurry of blows. Let's go. Nice. I feel like I get two swipes in and then a couple kicks in as well. Yeah. So that, then it's two unarmed strikes on top of that. So we're up to four hits right now in yes. one turn. Yes, it, we are. I want to make sure I. Uh, I'm trying to gauge. Maybe I should see how much health this thing has. But I kind of <laughs> want to see if I can just take <laughs> it out in one. Let's go. Um, you don't deal with it now. You're going to have to deal with it later anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Give me that damn damn. Okay. Uh, oh, so that's going to be critical. So that's two. Uh, I got to roll twice on that one. Holy shit. And then I got one more. One more flurry of blows coming. <laughs> Let's go. This is what's. This is like the reason you need like seven d twenties when you're playing like a monk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a fourteen to hit. Fourteen, yeah. I think all four of those attacks hit. Okay. So let's let's roll all this damage. Jesus Christ. Thirty-one points of damage. Thirty-one <laughs> points of damage. Uh, as you kind of melt out of the shadows into the firelight, uh, I, I, you just hear like kind of the. Your fists and legs do not even move as you manage to like just sever every major bone in this uh, undead Knoll's uh, body, and it dies. Yes, <laughs> one down. Sick. Um, 
You know and just what? for context, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven nulls left. Eleven nulls. Okay. Let's do it. So what I also realize is with way of the open hand, I can actually attack as a bonus action too. Yeah. I'm wondering, since I haven't used any movement. Correct. I think I might uh, sort of do a roll behind that statue there mm. and attack uh, that one there with my bonus Number action. Eight. This would just be an unarmed strike. Is uh, out of curiosity, I believe Flurry of Blows is your uh, key Or point. does it count as a bonus action? Bonus action burn, I believe. Uh, your, uh, okay, so point. I can just do one hit. I got to remember that. I can do an extra hit without yes, burning uh, Flurry, a uh, key point. Good to know. Good to know. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's your action. Your, uh, you've used a little bit of movement uh, and your bonus action when you burn to your key points. Um, yeah, I think I'll, maybe I'll um, just stay hidden behind that statue then. Okay. Um, a little distance between. Yeah. I mean, obviously they may have uh, noticed me, but that way I'm a little less. Oh, they uh, certainly noticed. You jumped out of their shadows. <laughs> Hey, I don't broke know every single me. bone. I don't know how quietly body. I broke those bones. You know, Maybe. you were quiet, but it, the the body collapsing was not for certain. Yeah, uh, they are all very acutely aware of <laughs> you and where you are. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, there goes Lysistrata blowing the cover yet again. Alrighty, uh, is that the end of your turn, Lysistrata? Yes, that's the end of my turn. All right, let's pass turn to Ketchup, who you are uh, thirty feet below the balcony here. Yep. Uh, uh, kind of behind, uh, clustered around the fireplace where the two other gnolls are. That just seemed like way too much fun. So what uh, I'm going to do, catch up, I'm going to um, take a big fat rip of my bouquet garni. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go. And I'm going to uh, twirl my, my quarterstaff uh, around my head, uh, twirl it behind my back, and I'm going to run uh, towards the 15-foot statue, uh, and I'm going to bonus action rabbit hop and jump 15 feet straight up to get on top of the statue. On there. Once yes. I'm on the statue, I'm going to spin my quarterstaff like a helicopter and drop down onto the uh, bone knoll uh, at number 12, I think. Yes, nice. Off to the right. yeah. and, just, and just do go for two strikes, uh, double-handed on there. Uh, so that's not bad. Uh, that's going to be a 22 and a 21 to all nice, right, 22 nice. and 21 both hit on this Noel Witherling. Oof, all righty. Uh, first strike is going to be uh, a, that's going to be nine damage there and then five damage on the second. Gosh, all right, bringing it up to 14 all around. I have uh, my, my bouquet garni just in my mouth still kind of smoking and smoldering as I roll a helicopter down and just two, boom, boom, two strikes and land. And as I land, you can see that my lop ears, or my rabbit ears, kind of hold me. Oh, uh, they, like, hold me in place yes. as they, as, uh, as they drag, they're long enough to slightly drag on the ground when I'm yeah. not using them, but when they're engaged, they kind of hold uh, a little bit yeah. of my weight. Dexterous uh, ears. Yes. Do they also guide you as you fall? Oh, 100%. Okay. As, I, as I fall down, they... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of flop in the flop off to the sides. Amazing, Amazing. Uh, great. Yeah, that Noel Witherling is dead. Uh, there's another one to your right. If there's anything else you'd do, uh, I think that was bonus action. Action. I still have some movement, so I will. Uh, yeah, I'll rotate around to the uh, kind of south to the front of them, uh, maintaining uh, melee, so I don't have an opportunity to attack. Perfect. Awesome. There you go. Perfect. And with that, we'll go ahead and end the surprise round. We'll go back at the top of the order. Lysistrata, you are first in the initiative. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, nice. Um, I'm going to charge at the knoll nearest to me. 
and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple attacks at this thing. All right, that's gonna be twelve and an eleven to hit. Twelve hits, eleven does. Oh, actually, neither one of those hit because this uh, is a full fleshed gnome. This is a full fleshed one. A regular uh, gnome, uh, yeah. Or no, yeah. yeah, common, common gnome. Yeah, he's got hope stream. Yeah, right. Absolutely, fingers around the neck. Yeah, okay. it's all good. Then I'm definitely gonna burn another key point to do another flurry Let's blow. Go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Nine and an 11. I missed everything. Yeah. You moved like lightning fast. Like, you know, like it, like in like uh, Dragon Ball Z when like Goku just like, like teleports a little mm. bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did that, but just missed. Missed every single every one. Single one. No. Uh, Lysistrata, are you sure you don't want any of this? <laughs> ah! <laughs> right. Um, I think, I think I'm just going to stay engaged here. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be my turn. Ah, sweet. We'll go ahead and pass turn now to some of these knolls on the uh, on the balcony here, uh, as it kind of comes up against the side of the balcony here with its longbow raised. It is going to unleash two uh, longbow attacks against you, Lysistrata, with a nineteen and twelve to hit. Uh, nineteen is going to hit. All right. Um, I'm gonna use my reaction though. Perfect. To deflect missiles. Let's go. Nice. Uh, so it does reduce damage. So if you want to roll damage, it would and be six points of damage. Six points. So I'm going to roll 1d10 plus two. And with an eight, that is going to uh, take that down to zero. Perfect. Let's and go. I will, will return fire. <laughs> Great. Yes. Return fire. Go. Uh, do you uh, make a ranged attack? It's going to be a 26. 26? Yes. Uh, to hit. Oh God! Let's I was go. yeah, hell yeah. Damage. There we go. Twenty-six <laughs> damage. I was like, I had this arrow. <laughs> I think <laughs> I used a missile. Uh, whatever the arrow stats are. Yeah. So is that a? It would be a D eight uh, plus two. Uh, that's gonna be eight points of damage. Damn! The Null Hunter barely had time to blink as its arrow came right back at him and just hit him in the cheek uh, for eight points of damage. I gotta be a little more careful with my key points now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we go now to the uh, pack lord who is still holding the torn villager uh, above his head, slamming him down onto the ground. Uh, he is going to uh, rush towards Ketchup here. Do it. And is going to use, let's see, it's gonna make two attacks with its glaive on you. Love it. We got an 18 and an eight to hit. Uh, 18 does connect. All right, 13 points of slashing damage. All righty, I'll take it. It is also going to use its incite rampage uh, action to uh, look at the uh, Knoll Witherling uh, next to you and incite it to rampage against you. Let me see here. Yeah, it can make a melee attack now. So he's gonna come at you with his club mm -hmm. with a 16 to hit. Uh, does not. All right, the club glances off of your uh, wrist as you deflect it. As I dodge, I duck and dodge as much as I can out of the way. I'm going to spend a key point right there as the uh, club comes by and tries to hit me. I'm going to use my lop ear to just uh, push it on the back a little bit, and I'm going to make that club attack instead connect with the uh, Null Master. Nice. Uh, yes. Using my Drunken Master uh, abilities here, I'm going to uh, tipsy sway and get it out of the way. Uh, that connect. It does say the um, I spend a key point and the action just hits another creature. Great. So I believe that club attack is going to connect. Great. Awesome. I'll go ahead and roll damage on the club attack. 
Let's see here. The Knoll uh, Pack Lord takes six points of bludgeoning damage as the Witherling's Club comes down yeah, on dude. top of his head. Nice. <laughs> I uh, block the first uh, the Knoll attack with my quarterstaff. It does hit me with the other one as it crosses and cuts uh, across a little bit of my little pooch belly. You know? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, owie. And uh, <laughs> as the other one comes in my lap here, just pushes it across and the club just knocks the other the Knoll on the head. Right, amazing. Lissa Strata thinks to herself, suck it in. <laughs> uh, the Knoll Witherling, whose attack you just uh, tipsy swayed away, mm -hmm. is now going to take his turn. Uh, he's next up in the initiative, with a, coming in with a bite attack, Bastard 20, with four points of piercing damage. Ow. And a club attack, uh, 13, that I do not think connects. Not connect. Amazing. We'll pass turn again now to uh, the Knoll Hunter... Uh, that was in the in the top left corner where Ketchup came from. Mm -hmm. He is gonna shoot off two longbows at you, Ketchup. Love it. Uh, with an eight to hit and a fifteen to hit. Neither. Neither one hits as they embed themselves into the cracked ground of the abbey. Yes, deflecting with my quarter staff all the way. <laughs> all right. Nice. Another knoll from the fireplace is gonna join the fray as it comes bounding. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Ketchup, you're the closest, so he's gonna come mm -hmm. at you. Uh, and let's see here. He is going to make an attack with his spear. Love it. 16 to hit? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, the knoll that is facing off against Lysistrata, a uh, finger necklace. Uh, finger necklace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The, the common the common yeah. knoll, common the, common, the common yeah. knoll. Uh, the knoll world. Finger <laughs> yeah. necklace. Finger necklace, yeah. Wowie. All right. It's going to try guy. and clamp its jaws around you, Lysistrata, with a bastard 20. Uh, please take six points of piercing damage. Uh, and then it's coming at you with its short swords. Uh, first attack, a 10 to hit that misses, and the second, an 11 that also misses, glancing off of your uh, defensive maneuvers here. <sighs> Any reactions or anything? Uh, no, I'm just going to take that bite as gracefully as I can and deflect those blows. All right. Blows deflected. We go now to another one of these knolls uh, here. Let me see how far he can get. It's a little too far to get you, so he's just going to whip out his longbow and fire off a longbow attack at you, Lysistrata. With a right. six to hit, uh, it Aww. barely misses his own friend. Uh, <laughs> as we go now to catch up. All right, fantastic. Uh, I'm going to keep twirling my quarterstaff, and I'm going to take two quarterstaff strikes at uh, the uh, largely armored knoll boss, or so yes. it seems. Uh, taking two big old strikes there. Uh, that's going to be a 15 to hit on the first, 17 on the second. Both hit. Both hit. All right. We love to see it. Uh, fantastic. That's going to be a 10 and a 6 uh, for right. damage on both of those. As I kind of keep dodging and moving and ducking out of the way, uh, <laughs> deflecting arrows, I just continue the spin with my quarterstaff, uh, taking two strikes at I, pow, pow, at either knee nice. of the uh, knoll boss. Uh, and after I disconnect with both of those, I'm going to twirl the staff behind my back, and I'm going to spend a key point to go into patient defense. Nice, nice. And that um, provokes uh, disadvantage on attacks that come at it you? It does, yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to stay put. I kind of like where I'm at. All right. With that, we go now to uh, another one of these Null Hunters. Two longbow attacks coming straight at you, Ketchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thir disadvantage. 13 disadvantage. That's going to miss. Yeah, 13 and 7. They both miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we pass turn now to one of these other Fleshnars who is going to come. Fleshnar. Come at me again with that? 
A flesh nar. Flesh nar. Nar nar. Uh, is that their name? Uh, is it pl- opposed to fleshless nar, or is it? Yeah, you know, it's their name. Yeah, it's their name. Let's say what's up on finger necklace. So it's up on I'm flesh nar. Hey. Right. Let me see. This this flesh nar is gonna come at you. At you catch up, and now you've got. Uh, the pack lord, mm-hmm. a witherling, mm-hmm. a common knoll, mm-hmm. and a fleshnar mm-hmm. all kind of uh, circling around you. The fleshnar is going to come with his bite attack, uh, 18 to hit, 18? a disadvantage. A disadvantage, wow, all right. Oh, and it hits 18 again, yeah, wow. so that's going to miss. Oh, no, 18 does connect. 18 does connect? 18 oh, does connect. Love to see that. All right, let's see here. Uh, with a four piercing damage. Uh, Yeah, all right, perfect. All right, and then two short swords attack at disadvantage. We got a 15 mm-hmm. and a five. And a five. I'm going to uh, use another key point there, and I'm going to make that short sword attack, use my other lop ear, and push that along the side <laughs> yes. and make the short sword attack the boss. All right, short sword hits on the boss with seven damage. Let's go. All right. Yes. Lord's not doing too well. With that, we'll go ahead and pass turn now to... Another one of these no hunters. Two longbow attacks, this time against Lysistrata. Nat 20! Nat 20! I'd love to see it. I feel bad dancing for this one, though. Yeah, please take nine points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) This is a soothing way to take damage. You know, it's nice. And the second attack is a 16. Does a 16 hit you? A 16 does not hit me. All right. Let's go. Go back to the top of the order now. This is Strata. All right. Um, I'm going to attack the knoll that's right in front of me that has not died, who dodged all my blows. I'm actually really upset. I'm disappointed in myself, and I want to kill this thing. All right. First one is going to be an 18 to hit. 18 hits. And a 15 to hit. All right. Uh, 15 hits as well. Excellent. Uh, for a total of 15 damage. Let's go. 15 damage, and oh my gosh, all right, this dude uh, is still standing. Okay, still standing, then I think, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to bonus action on arm strike. Nice. There we go. For a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Let's go. Uh, another six points of damage. Get two blows in my blade and I kick out you can see that the like the jaw of this flesh gnar is like dislocated uh-huh. uh, from uh, your attacks yeah it's not looking too good not looking too good I was trying to decide if I wanted to use daunting more but I think I want to finish this null off before yeah. I let that out all right with that we are going to go ahead and pass turn to the null hunter uh, above you, who is just gonna come like kind of right behind, like where he's just right above you, <laughs> and is just gonna fire straight down from the oh, balcony. No. Uh, let's see what he does with his longbow attacks here. Nat twenty. <laughs> Nat twenty. Please take seventeen points of damage. Um, I'm gonna burn a key point. <laughs> need to roll a d10 it's gonna be what what did you say uh 17 points of damage 17 i'm only gonna take nine points of damage because i dropped it by eight the uh deflect missiles is it's your dexterity modifier plus your monk level 
Oh, it's 1d10 plus 12. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's way higher than I thought. Yeah, baby. Okay. Well, that's going to be an eight. Uh, I don't take any damage that's there. Go. That's and so much I'm going to throw it back because so that's back. 18. Yes. Throw it back. I totally, I read that 12 as a two. I was like, oh man, it's only two. <laughs> um, Only three points of damage. That's all right. Awesome. I'm so sad. Okay. But Toss I didn't take any up. damage and I avoided that crit. Let's yeah, go, dude. baby. Holy hell. We love to see it. All right. Uh, great. Uh, this knoll now has like two arrows embedded in it. <laughs> Ow! That, of his own. Yeah. This is why I think like uh, a lot of people say like the, these, uh, the martial classes, they don't have any ranged options, but like there's like this built in awesome ranged feature for the uh, for the monks here. Uh, we'll go now to the pack lord. Let's go. Uh, he is. Uh, mm, let me see here. He is getting kind of kind of angry here, so he's gonna make two attacks with his glaive. And let's see, they're coming at you, Ketchup. Mm -hmm. First attack uh, is gonna be a bastard twenty. Bastard twenty hits. All right. Second one is gonna be a twenty-two. Uh, both hit. All right. So it's gonna be five slashing from the first. Uh huh. Five slashing from the second for ten damage. I'm Whoa. going to. Ah, yeah, no, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him. All right, and then he's going to use, oh, let me roll a d6 rule here, see if he gets his uh, Insight Rampage feature back. And he doesn't. Ah, take uh, that. With that, he is going to uh, run out of this area here. Not and before I take an attack of opportunity, oh, baby. please do. All right, let's go. Quarterstaff strike, double-fisted. Uh, that's going to be a 26 to hit. 26 hits. All right, fantastic. Me. Seven points of damage. Seven points of damage as he flees uh, and now goes to corner off uh, Lysistrata. Mm. All right, with that, right. we will pass turn to the Knoll Witherling, uh, who is uh, still near you. He is going to come at you with uh, a bite. Mm -hmm. Catch up with mm -hmm. a six to hit. Does not. And uh, let's see, a 16 to hit. Uh, also does not. I'm going to go ahead and just do it, baby. I'm going to use another key point and make that other, that second attack go towards uh, the the uh, Fleshnar behind me. Nice. Nice. Fleshnar. Fleshnar. All right. And that's going to be the, uh, th sorry, was it the bite attack or the club attack? Uh, the bite attack, please. Nice. Ahead and pass that over. Great three points of piercing damage. Hell yeah! I, as I, I'm just ducking and dodging. I, I take two strikes uh, uh, right in my pooch tummy, uh, and it makes me kind of <laughs> as a uh, nice uh, dill-scented uh, smoke pops out of my uh, my lungs, uh, and <laughs> I <laughs> dodge. Uh, but I use my uh, my ears to kind of trip up the knoll as he comes in uh, to bite, and he connects with the guy behind me. Amazing. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and pass over to a knoll hunter who's uh, come running down the balcony to get a better vantage point on you, Ketchup. Mm -hmm. uh, two longbow attacks, mm -hmm. a six, and a 23. Uh, 23 will connect. All right. I'll go ahead and roll the damage. I'm going to do it. Five points of damage. All right. I'm going to deflect that. Uh, immediately, I think that that is going to uh, D10 plus 12. That's going to uh, negate any damage there. Um, yeah. 18, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to save the key point to not, and not, uh, spend it. I'm going to just use deflect missiles once and grab it and nice. just totally negate the damage. Nice. Awesome. Keep it at zero. Mm -hmm. 
All right, with that, we'll go ahead and pass over now to uh, one of our common gnolls. Uh, and he's gonna come uh, with a spear attack on you, Ketchup. Let's go. 18? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, two-handed, uh, three piercing damage. All right, I'll take it. All right. Passing over now to the Flesh Gnar uh, uh, up here on Lysistrata. And it is going to take uh, its, what is it, one bite attack, uh, 14 to hit. Does not hit. Two short swords, an 18 and a 20. Bastard Those both 20. hit. All right. A total of eight piercing damage, four from the uh, first and four from the second. All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, and then it is going to go ahead and pass turn now to another common knoll. Uh, he's going to come step up uh, in front of the fire here, and he's going to shoot off uh, a longbow attack at... Uh, let's do it at Lissa Strata. Mm-hmm. With a six to hit, it is going to miss mm-hmm. as we go now to catch up. All right, let's go. Uh, I am going to uh, take one... St- Strike, uh, take it one strike at a time. See how everybody's looking here. Uh, first attack I'm going to do towards the Witherling uh, to the top of me here. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a, that's a unnatural, dirty 20 uh, to hit there. Uh, that's nine points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. All right. Still standing? Still standing. All right. I'm going to take another strike at them as well. Uh, higher than that. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 hits. Awesome. Uh, another nine points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Just popped his head off. All right. Fantastic. Two strikes on that one. I'm going to spend another key point to Flurry of Blows uh, and do one strike towards the uh, knoll behind me, the I think the common knoll behind me here, uh, who just took a bite attack as his buddy kind of comes in and jaws on him. Uh, I'm just going to do boom, boom, two quarter staffs at his, at his belly, popping the head off uh, in the process, spin around and whip my lop ears around and I'm going to whip a lop ear uh, at the top, at the, uh, <laughs> at the knoll guy for an unarmed strike. Uh, that is a... 17 to hit. Yeah, 17 hits. All righty. That's going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage. That's on the common null? Yes, but the one behind me, I believe. Or is that a Fleshnar? The the one right behind you is a Fleshnar. Let's go Fleshnar. All right, seven points on the Nar. On on Yan Nar. I'll follow up with, just spin my head one more time. I'll follow up with another uh, lop attack, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, not good there. That is a, uh, only a 10 to hit. 10 does not hit. All right. As I spin around my head, uh, I'm going to run from this position. Uh, As I use my flurry of blows, uh, it also counts as a disengage action uh, for the drunken master there. So I'm not going to invoke any opportunity attacks. Uh, How do you feel about climbing up a statue yeah. as part of my movement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can uh, try to, like, uh, jump it and, like, you'd be more of a, like, acrobatics thing mm-hmm. or, like, just raw climb it athletics or if you're just, or, or athletics, I guess, for jumping on it too. Or if you're just trying to, like, scramble up it, then that would be half movement. Great. To get up there. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to... Uh, I'm definitely not going to athletics anything. If I, I'm going to acrobatics it, or I'm going to scramble. Hell so yeah. <laughs> I'm going, so as I knock the head off of one, take one lop ear attack, spin around. I'm just going to duck and roll, and I'm just going to scramble up top of the statue. My movement is uh, as it stands. Uh, I actually I think 55 feet. Oh long, yeah. So I have easy, easy. Yeah. 
awesome. Uh, and then actually, if I have that much movement, I'm going to be on top of the statue at 15 feet. Uh, now, you know what? They perched on the statue. Great. It's yeah. a cool spot, baby. You are perched atop the statue 15 feet uh, from uh, from the ground floor. Awesome. About five feet above you is the these wooden rafters, and another 10 feet is the uh, the stone balcony. Here. Sweet. All right. We pass turn now to uh, the Knoll Hunter, uh, who is going to uh, take a cackling command. <laughs> mm-hmm. As he points at you. Uh, and he's going to unleash two longbow attacks, an 11 and a 23. Uh, 11 does not, 23 does. All right, you take nine points of piercing damage. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, all right, I'll take nine points of piercing damage. All right, and as you are struck for the first time by the barbed arrows of the knoll, uh, you realize, you feel it kind of lodge in you. you. Your speed is reduced by 10 feet until no. the end of its next turn. No. All right. Uh, owie. Oh, this one really, this hurts worse than the tummy strike. Tummy scratches. I don't like this. <laughs> All right. Fleshnar uh, has been freed up. He's going to come up and around here, uh, trying to get in with Lysistrata. Uh, let's go ahead for a bite attack. 17. That meets it, beats it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All oh. right. Six points of piercing damage from the bite. And short sword, a 10 on the first. And a nat 20! take 13 points of damage. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. We're getting a little we're getting a little low here. Oh yeah. All right. And we will pass turn now to the another one of these Null Hunters. He's going to take a shot uh at ketchup here uh mm-hmm. from the from the balcony. Uh and let's go for two longbows. Let's 13. Nope. And a 10. They nope. both miss. As we go back to the top of the order. Uh, and it is now that you hear some more cackling coming from the ruined halls of the abbey, and you see three hyenas uh, join the fray Ooh. here. Uh, they are they're regular hyenas, uh, common hyenas, um, but they uh, they also even them hosts and dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah hosts yeah. and dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they do seem a little bit like uh, there's a, a look in their animal eye that's like a little bit more uh, demonic, a little oh, bit more. Yeah. Uh, on edge and these first ones uh it's gonna just rush out here get around lysistrata here and it's gonna go for a bite attack on you lysistrata with and it gets advantage thanks to tack packed no pack tactics yes yes. snack tactics snack tactics (laughs) yes (laughs) snackables uh with a bastard 20 you take six points of piercing damage shoot i gotta get out of here (laughs) (laughs) and now's your chance because it is now your turn excellent um so I think uh, the knoll that I've hit already, I want to attack him again. Yeah, the, the roll to the north. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just just for like context, you have three knolls around you: uh, a flesh nar, uh, a two flesh nars, the pack lord, and now a hyena. And you got a hunter on the balcony above you, just <laughs> shooting straight down, full of his own arrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh god, yeah, absolutely, like porcupine. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try to try to take out the boss boy. Well, I'm gonna do something about that. Okay, I believe in you. Um, My tummy hurts. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay, I want to, uh, and that's for the one just above me. Great. I'm trying to fully kill him. Let's go. For nine damage. 
nine damage kills him. Yes. Let's go. How would you? How, how does he die? Um, I just decapitate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! No messing around. Um, and then um, for my next attack, uh, I will attack the boss boy. All right. Um, and I think there's a sense of pride now that. Uh, they're finally all attacking me. Alyssa Strata was a little mm. jealous earlier when mm. everyone was surrounding Ketchup. Mm. Like, do you really see Ketchup as more of a threat than me? But, you know, so she's she's had. <laughs> she's she's feeling, uh, yeah, uh, validated. Mm. I can tell. I can feel um, it from here. 17 to hit. 17 hits. Let's go. 10 points of damage. He's going to be slashing, slashing damage. And then... I'm going to let out a daunting roar. Oh yeah, let's which is, go. Uh DC 14, I believe wisdom saving throw. Nice. And is this <clears throat> just for the the pack lord? Uh it's for creatures of my choice within 10 feet. So oh, it's going to be goodness. everyone within 10 feet of me. All right. Oh yeah, you got them all. Uh, and they have to be uh they will be frightened of me if they fail until the, the end of their next turn. All right. So I'll kick it off uh with the hyena. And you said whiz saves, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Hyena is scared. He's got nine. Pack Lord got a four. Oh, no. Nice. Also and Fleshnar got an 11. And okay. the one that's on the balcony is out of reach for that 10 Oh, right, radius. right, 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 right. So I believe, I believe because they're all afraid of me that mm. they wouldn't take an attack of opportunity. Is that right? Let me double check the fright. Or it would be at disadvantage. I don't think you can. Let me see here. But I'll, I'll fuss the rest. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So they can take opportunity okay. attacks on you, but they can't. Uh, but it's at disadvantage. It would be at disadvantage. Or with, within view of them. Well, I'm going to take that opportunity. I would love to climb up the statue as well and yeah. mimic catch up just do like a bit of a backflip climb up you know some fun invisible wire work going on um yeah do you need me to make any sort of a check for that uh you have 50 feet of movement so you'd be okay you can scramble up there easily enough well i was kind of thinking i'd i'd flip up the statue mm -hmm. maybe jump to the beam and then land on the balcony yeah right next cold. to the the archer yeah give me an acrobatics check all right it's going to be an 18. 18. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You, you hop up onto the statue, <laughs> get onto the beam, and you are now up on the balcony. Uh, I will roll uh, the opportunity attacks here uh, from the creatures. All right. Uh, None of them are going to hit, though. Why would you bother? Disadvantage. Yeah. Why would you bother? <laughs> you never know. For our audio friends, if you're hearing some clicking clacking, that is uh, my lovely dog, Kalu, who is tired of laying down and wants to be played with. Does uh, 15 hit you? 15 does not hit. All right. Let me see with the pack lord. Oh. 13. Ah, that's not good. Ah, yeah. there we go. They all miss uh, yes. as you climb, climber uh, back up to the... Uh, Excellent. Can you lay a little bit more color on me from that, that roar? Yeah, so I'm going to decapitate this knoll, slash across the master knolls, and then just look them dead in the eye and release like full line, like beginning, like MGM, mm -hmm. uh, beginning mm. like, Rah. Oh, that was good. That was, that was yeah, all right. That was all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. And, uh, and then I'll backflip up and uh, land ready to attack uh, this uh, 
Archer Knoll here. Hi. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no. I was trying to remember what the MGM one sounds like. It's something like that, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. One more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Nice. I gotta get more. I gotta get more guttural, but. Mm-hmm. All right. This is Strata. You're back up on the balcony now. You have felled uh, one of the gnolls gathered around you and frightened the other three. You are now face to face with the guy who's been just loosing arrows at your face. Uh, unsuccessfully. Yeah, um, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be my turn. Wonderful. We'll go now to the Knoll Hunter who has uh, <laughs> looking at you face to face for the first time. Uh, it drops the bow uh, oh. in favor of its spear oh, uh, and is gonna come at you with uh, two spear attacks: uh, an eighteen hits and a nineteen. Oh, both hit for a total yeah. both nine on each of that damage so you're going to be taking 18 points oh. of piercing damage all right i have to heal on the next turn all right with that we go ahead and now pass turn to the pack lord uh he is going to let me see here I'm really low i'm really low <laughs> he's going to pivot back over to uh catch up here uh since he is afraid of uh Estrada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see him whip out from his uh like like little like satchel bag uh a horn uh that's blackened with soot oh, uh, no. this ram's horn and he puts the horn to his crusty lips and blows a trumpeting sound uh but rather uh than just uh it echoing through uh like a cone of fire oh shoots up uh at you ketchup can you please make a dexterity saving throw happily Ooh. let's see that is a critical failure uh number that is a one uh with a save i believe of plus seven so that's going to be an eight all day does that fail eight all day does fail i'm going to add a d4 to see if that changes anything brings it up to an 11 11 still fail okay cool hey we we tried baby we tried big feet big feet You will be taking 16 points of fire damage. And that is everything that you needed to take it as I have engulfed in flames. And suddenly as I try to dodge and everything out of the way, I just go, my bouquet garnet. (laughs) (laughs) It's been singed all the way down to the little nub. And I fall unconscious. Oh, no. Wait, can't you have the half damage from your... I have evasion. Evasion. Thank you, you so evasion. much. Thank so you so much. So it would much. only be eight. Still, I'll take it, baby. Yes. My bouquet garni, however, is still burned, and I am very upset about this. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we'll pass from the pack lord to another hunter. Let me see. A hunter who is going to take a shot uh, at Lysistrata. Uh, two longbow attacks, 22 and a 13. The 22 is going to hit. All right, for five points of piercing damage. I will deflect missiles. Let's go. All right. Uh, it's five points, so I get plus 12, so it just doesn't. I can get yeah. rid of all of it, right? Yeah, it <laughs> like, goes, goes I don't need to roll. I'm not going to use a key point, though, so I'm just going to catch it, Great. rumble it. Perfect. You snap the arrow in your hands. Uh, as we go now to uh, the common knoll, uh, who is going to start uh, trying to scramble up the statue. Uh, Wait, don't. Using its action to 
Ash. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think you can get up this because it's a 15 foot tall statue. Mm -hmm. Climb yeah. doesn't have a climb speed, yeah. So uh, dashing would get it up uh, all the way up there, uh, nice and tidy. Uh, as we pass, oh, it's, a little, it's a little crowded up here, buddy. Could you just not? That'd be great if you could just not. Bunny's my favorite. <laughs> Another knoll uh, begins to scramble, using its action to dash and scramble up uh, Lysistrata's statue here. Okay, uh, okay. We go now to catch up. All right, got, great. Uh, you got a little buddy uh, coming up on your on your statue here. Yeah, that's so. What I'm gonna do? Well, if this is it, I better have fun with it. And I'm gonna flick the the uh, nub of my bouquet granny into the face of the nice. uh, of the knoll that's with me. And then I'm just gonna jump right back down, baby. I'm going to <laughs> spin my staff. Yep. Yeah. Helicopter down as my lop ears kind of flop to the side. I'm gonna take two strikes at the Noel boss. Uh, just oh, jumping nice. right back down from the statue once more. Hell yeah. Why not? Awesome. Uh, first one is only gonna be a 12 to hit. 12 does not hit. Second one, though, is gonna be a 24. 24 hits. All right. That is gonna be uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. How would you like to fell this pack lord? As I, oh yeah, I uh, drop down oh, with my quarter staff and I go for just like a, a piercing stab nice. at the top of the head. Uh, he dodges out of the way of the first one, but it doesn't matter as I as I roll and I just sweep the leg yes. uh, with the quarter staff and just totally sweep the leg. And as he falls down, he knocks his head uh, unconscious onto yes. the cement floor. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can see blood Sick. pooling around his head, slobber dripping from his uh, fangs. Uh, great. Anything else with your turn, Ketchup? Uh, from there, I will spend... I'm just going to spend my final key point. Patient defense. All right. I'm here, baby. Let's go. Let's see. Here we go now to another Null Hunter. Uh, he's going to kind of come around uh, this way here and loose an arrow at Lysistrata. Uh, with a 10 to hit. Doesn't hit. 23 to hit. That does hit. But Six. I will do deflect missiles. Mm -hmm. That really Wait, you, cost... you've already used your reaction. Though. Oh, this ah, round. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Okay. So you That's will fair. take six points of piercing damage. Damn DM. China. Yeah. yeah these damn rules. These damn rules. <laughs> well, let me tell Keeping you. my immortal character. Damn. Lysistrata <laughs> goes to dodge this arrow, uh, but is not quick enough, and it pierces her side. And uh, she goes unconscious. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, the Knoll's Rampage feature uh, comes into effect here. Uh, when it reduces a creature to zero hit points with a, oh, with a melee attack. Never mind. It can't do that. So that was a ranged attack. It wants to. It wants it to, though. Really it really does. wants yeah, to rampage. It likes what it sees. Uh, yeah. We go now to the hyena. Uh, this hyena is just going to come and like start like just, it's he's like kind of perched up on one of the statues, kind of like bark laughing. Uh, up at at them, kind of knowing you, that he can't really climb up there. Could you give me some of that? Some of that bark laugh. <laughs> we, we needed that one more time. <laughs> so good. That. So Absolutely. good. That'd be great. Uh, as we go now to another flesh nar, who is going to uh, close the distance between itself and uh, catch up here, uh, and is going to use uh, a bite attack, ten to hit, mm -hmm. short swords, six. And six, so they both miss. Uh, he slips on the blood of his buddy, of the bosses uh, you know, on the ground. He just loses his footing. Yeah. Yeah. Could not hold it. Uh, another hyena barking at the top of this uh, statue. <laughs> uh, as we go to another Knoll Hunter, who 
who's gonna try and counter... Yeah, counter over this way, get an angle on Lysistrata, loosing two uh, longbow attacks. Oh, I'm... Oh, yeah, I'm down. Shit, you're right. I right. mean, could, though. Yeah. I, yeah. So it would be a disadvantage. disadvantage. Uh, since, be. since your prone 10 does not hit your uh, unconscious armor class. Oh, wait, no, but you are unconscious, so it's a, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't want to do that math right now, so we'll say In my sleep. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> dodging out of the way. I love that. Uh, second longbow attack is going to come at you, Ketchup. Uh, 21. Uh, at disadvantage? Uh, disadvantage. Correct. 21. Ah, oh, beans. <laughs> yeah, that's going to connect. All right, with nine points of piercing damage. I will fall once more. That is that is me, unconscious as well. Down. Oh, right. no. Oh, no. I should have used more key points earlier. <laughs> All right, we go now to uh, one of the frightened hyenas. Uh, it's just going to keep keep on barking. Keep on barking. Right? Yeah, maybe he's going to go over and start feeding on one of the other fallen Yeah. Fallen that seems good. Here. As I as I kind of fall unconscious with a, a final arrow, I, I stop and I go. I have some spices in my bag, if you want for your dinner. <laughs> Lysistrata, can you please roll your first death saving throw? Yeah, let's see how this goes. It's gonna be an eighteen. Eighteen. Hey, success. All right. What's a memory that floats through Lysistrata's head? Um, Lysistrata envisions herself, uh, like doing push-ups on a cliffside mm. as the sun sets and she just thinks to herself if I had only done more push-ups <laughs> <laughs> maybe I would still be alive and conscious right now mm -hmm. I love it alright we go now to the Knoll Hunter uh, as he's uh, kind of lording over your body here He's gonna just take his entire multi-attack out on you. Uh, so with its uh, first, uh, let's see here. With the bow? No, with a spear. I mean, that makes much yeah, more sense. Yeah. I just like, I just like <laughs> the idea. <laughs> he throws him, he throws your body off of the side of the right, balcony and then just shoots it. arrows at it. Um, but this first spear attack is just gonna get jammed right into your gut, uh, twisted for extra emphasis. Uh, that's gonna be a critical Mm -hmm. Hit, so you're going to take two failures right off the top there. Oh. And his second spear attack, as he draws the spear again, just goes and slashes uh, your throat. That is going to be two more failures. Well, that's the end of Lysistrata. Great. As you can see, this Null Hunter begin oh, to no. heft your body above its haunches. Uh, it goes... <laughs> Thank God. Uh, and he's just like begins like kind of like tearing into your flesh oh. uh, as he starts eating. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh. oh no! The other knoll hunter is gonna <laughs> jump down off the balcony and run over towards uh, towards uh, catch up here. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Two spear attacks to the. Is it gonna take throat. falling damage? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I see, I see. We'll we'll, we'll do two d six. Two d six. That was a thirty foot drop. D6 per 10 feet. Or 3D6. Yeah, yeah you're take right. That. I want I wasn't sure if that's enough to kill it. <laughs> take that, uh, it will take eight points of damage. <laughs> take that, asshole. Uh, as I really was hoping like it would die. On it. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna kill it. It rolled its ankle a yeah, little bit, it so it's like yeah. limping mm -hmm. as it begins mm -hmm. to tear into the flesh of uh of ketchup, the haragon. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, you is there what's uh you got any last last yeah, thoughts? Yeah. Uh 
I think as 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 uh, the mouth starts to wrap around my delicious, delicious rabbit haunch, uh, <laughs> I just think to myself of a time that I had a really good coney dog. And I just said, I'm like, if only I had eaten more coney dogs. <laughs> coney dogs of fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and it is in this moment, as you're, both of your characters are uh, shuffling off of the material plane and into uh, your respective afterlives, that from the darkness beyond like perception and the darkness within the room as well, you hear uh, a deeper laugh. A disembodied hyena cackle. Uh, and you can feel yourself being fed into Yinogu's eternal, mm. endlessly hungry stomach uh, as the ritual of these gnolls, uh, their ritual feasting continues. And it would be some time again before the gnolls, uh, you know, it wouldn't be long before the gnolls' hunger returned, sated only for a day or two uh, from the ravaging of the town as this pack is going to continue to spread Yinogu's rampage throughout the material plane for as long as they can. Are you implying that I'm not a delicious meal? Oh, you're you're good. Okay, all right, you're, cool. You're yummy, dude. You're awesome. like not, not, not too gamey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah, and yeah. tender, mm-hmm. especially in the ponge area. And it's like it's like, it's like a like a like a beer braise. Oh yeah, too. dude. Yeah. I've, been, I've been seasoning from You've the been inside. Steep- oh, yeah, yeah, dude. You had the bundle yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's been pretty good. And that is where we'll end this part of this adventure. <laughs> All right, y'all. That was so much fun. That was. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we had some fun. I've been really wanting to do a Knoll encounter. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. I I, I, I went to uh, Volo's Guide and got like some of the Knoll variants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really fun playing with them. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize there were so many null variants. There's a ton. We've yeah. actually played nulls before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it's really fun to see all the different like types of nulls, so yeah. creatures that you can face. It's always fun when there's a like multitude of mm-hmm. uh, it helps creatures in the same like hierarchy or something yeah. like that. It breaks it up, and they're all like still like in the kind of within the same level. I think the one thing with nulls that's important is that they. Uh, they all like hang out in this pack. So yeah. I was pulling a little bit from like our swarm episode a little mm. bit, trying to get that like sense of like, it these guys are going to come like around that. you mm-hmm. and they're going to like eat you until they, until they, they, they don't eat no more until they don't eat no more. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, just to kind of start off our conversation here, I'd love to just know what was a, a moment from this encounter that struck you that has stayed with you, um, that impacted you in some way. Uh, you know, I, for as much fun as it it was, I will say as as much as we got swarmed up, I wanted at the beginning. I wanted to get swarmed. I really wanted. I had in my mind that setup of uh, patient defense mm-hmm. uh, to roll at a disadvantage, and then the uh, tipsy sway yes. to redirect attacks. That's kind yeah. of that's really the vibe that I wanted from the drunken master entirely. So I kind of had that one two punch setup of 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 dot of attacks at disadvantage and moving things. So to get to do that uh, in a big round and just toss yeah. attacks yes. a couple else, times that too. was pretty, it was really that fun. felt pretty great. And you like put a lot of the damage you put on the pack lord was from his own guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went down sooner than I thought because I was like, well, we haven't really hit him, but yeah. I was just you not had, pushing them ears around. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that it was, was fun. 
I definitely ran into that thing of like, oh man, I'm using a lot of key points like right away, mm-hmm. which I still had some left. I, I wish I had. How many did you I think you I have? swung. I had four left. So I think mm-hmm. I swung a little far to the other side. Of like, mm-hmm. uh, but I was hoping to get that uh, heal in before. That's why I got out of there. Cause I was like, yeah. if I heal and I'm still here, it's going to last one hard, round. Right? But if I can get out of here and heal, I just couldn't get out of there in time. <laughs> um, but yeah. It was uh, it was fun. It was fun. I think, which we we maybe didn't play with it as much as I was hoping to when I first saw it. But like playing with the beams and mm-hmm. having the different levels to be able to like mm-hmm. transfer to. I feel like especially as monks, we were able to get up. Like yeah, they were able to clamber up to the statue, but it took all their movement. Yeah. Whereas as monks, we were just able to flip up there and flip to the different levels. So I feel like having that you know variation in elevation really helps with. Um, have having your monks feel like badasses yeah. even though we died i still felt pretty badass yeah absolutely it is um i'm it is a fun vacuum to be doing these things yeah. in but because mm-hmm. also it's like we came in fresh with all of our mm-hmm. uh, our key points with, uh, yeah. with all of everything knowing full well that we could spend all of our key points if we right. wanted to right um because this is what we had Right. Uh, so this is what we were doing. It, it is interesting to uh, put that into context of, say, a larger dungeon or, yes. or something that effect yeah. where or a more varied party too. like mm-hmm. once, once, you know, you have two monk kind of like back to back in this encounter. But like if you had a you know a barbarian or a spellcaster right in there, yeah. too, that would have changed the dynamic. It changed. Yeah. But yeah. If we had a, I mean, if we had anyone to heal, it mm-hmm. would have been different, mm-hmm. too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thought too is, yeah, if, if this is your, you know, third room that you're clearing out and you've already done some combat, you might not have, you may only have four or six key points coming in anyway. I found myself somewhere in the middle there for as excited as I was about like stunning strike at the beginning. Uh, I had other things that I wanted to do and then my burned my key points. So they burned so quickly mm-hmm. that I, um, by the end there, I was like, I got to save these for for deflect missiles and for patient defense. Like I have to save these for defensive maneuvers yeah. for the most yeah. part. Um, so I did spend my key. I, you know, I prioritized actually that one, two setup of the yeah. tipsy sway a little bit more. And yeah. that's where I think I ended up using my offensive key points quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and one flurry of blows, which was pretty cool. One thing that y'all mentioned in this encounter was the variation of levels. Cause you had like ground floor at zero mm-hmm. statue, 15 feet, uh, like these beams at 20 feet and then the uh, the balcony at 30 feet. Yeah. That, was, that was one thing that I really wanted to like build into the this encounter. Because exactly like you said, yeah. the ease for y'all to like traverse those uh, dimensions is a lot easier than for the gnolls. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure that the archers weren't just kind of sitting uh, somewhere like on the ground to just get picked off sure. by y'all. Right. So I think that that having that elevated uh, archer plane really helped bring um, it helped the gnolls because you know the archers pretty much just stayed nice and tidy unless yeah. they got um, mm-hmm. deflect missiled. It's nice though to have co- like, and I, I know you said this at the top, but to have missiles coming in constantly and to know that you can. I mean, yes, you can only use it once per round, but it still is pretty awesome. Oh yeah, go. absolutely. Oh yeah, I can cut um you know, up to 22 points of damage from a missile, which usually is going to do like eight to 10, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it really negates like a, it can negate that whole attack entirely. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, give you some range options to shoot back at them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a nice opportunity to also be able to fight off the ranged, you know, enemies while you're still in hand-to-hand combat with Absolutely. everyone else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really fun. I, I think I really got a sense with the way y'all played your characters. Like, it did feel like like a martial arts movie. Like, mm-hmm. you're surrounded by guys all around, and you're kind of just bobbing and weaving around yeah. them. Uh, in the case of the Drunken Master, using their own bodies against them. Um, that was a really cool... I, I fe- it felt really fun to, like, see, like, because it felt like every... Because we did, what, five uh, rounds before y'all died? Um, and typical D&D combat is, like, what, like, three to four, maybe? Something, yeah. Obviously, yeah. like... Unless we're, like, yeah, in the tier three or exactly 11 and you know absolutely yeah and 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 with the and with these uh with with the the setup of our show here it is a little bit of a vacuum you know you can use all your resources if you need to you're coming in fresh um Mm -hmm. but with all that in mind like how would you all approach building a monk uh now that you've had this uh situation uh was there anything you would want to have changed or adapted in your strategy at all i certainly would appreciate i think i got the hang of it somewhere in the when we first started i was like i am so overwhelmed with what i can do um the easiest thing would just be to start a little bit lower and slowly work your way to get to know the character and get to know the uh the skill book yeah um but i you know from beyond that I, i think that there would i would also i do have some darts we do have theoretically we have some darts for some ranged attacks but Mm -hmm. um the uh, the idea of um like the kinsei weapon Mm -hmm. uh like longbow monk has always been interesting to me as well Mm -hmm. um so there's a little bit of range uh there and a little bit of some ideas but um yeah i think you know approaching it this again i would i think our original intention when we first saw this room was to try stealth and pick things off as (laughs) as quietly and as quickly as possible yeah and i think i maybe would and then we decided to pop things off because, like, come on. Yeah, I was like, well, okay, how, how long can we really right. be stealthy for? Uh-huh. Like, as soon as we attack, it's But gonna... I think that I might have um, prioritized and uh, thought about the terrain a little bit more mm. as a, instead of a just a way to get myself out of danger or a way to, you know, just have fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when we jumped down, uh, I probably would have um, prioritized the environment a little bit more using my own mobility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting up uh, onto that balcony level earlier, mm-hmm. probably, and taking out some of the ranged creatures probably would have helped, or at least even just like jumping back and forth off the beams or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, an interesting, I, I feel like with with um, the martial characters, the chess game becomes really important because yes. it's a lot about like how you're manipulating other like pieces on the board. Whether which and I didn't even really get into like uh, one of my next moves was going to be to try to uh, attack the Noel that ended up killing me with flurry of blows and then pushing him off the balcony and knocking the other one down because mm-hmm. I have that ability where I can push them 15 feet or. Oh, sure. So and I didn't really get into that stuff, um, but I feel like, yeah, it becomes much more about like how you're maneuvering the other pieces on the board, mm-hmm. which I do think just takes some time to like get used to and to like see the the combat in that way of like okay can i do this or how can i move this person or but yeah being able to use those those key points as as effectively as possible because they really start to they burn quick burn quick yeah Yeah. i mean even like using them to 
deflect missiles and then throw another one back. It's like, okay, well, that's a key point that gives me what one, one D eight plus two, but flurry of blows can do double that damage. So is it really worth Mm -hmm. doing that or Mm -hmm. maybe save it for specific situations? Sure. Yeah. So I feel like monks definitely take some time to, to get used to, but they are so much fun. So much fun. Big action economy thing. Before we, I think it is interesting that you mentioned the, the chess game aspect of it, seeing the actual uh, war game mm-hmm. aspect of D&D is important specifically for monks and for a lot of the martial fighters. Um, yeah. But to that, you know, kind of the opposite end of that, so much of their uh, abilities lies in the color and the narration that you yes. as a player mm-hmm. add to it, yes. because otherwise it is so easy to roll a D without spell casting, without saying you're going to throw a fireball without acid arrowing something. Yeah. It's so easy just to be like, I hit him D 20. Do I hit him? Yes. Eight damage. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so it is, it's simultaneously really important to see what's going on and see the battle map layout, but also know that your individual motions and movements rely so much on just the narration and the flavor that you give it for it yeah. to be fun. Yeah, or and else. how do you use those? Like, how does each key point become a story right. point? Yeah. You know, that's to one, add some of that. That's one thing I hear referred to uh, a lot, kind of in the in the the discourse online, mm. is that like a, a lot of making the martial feel good is coming up to flavor this th- these attacks. I one one thing I, I would have loved to see was the. Um, because I feel like with the martial classes, like anime, is just such a good reference point. Like mm, a yeah. dude that just like kind of you can a blur on the battlefield that just goes and like hits like seven guys mm-hmm. in six seconds uh, really helps feel that these characters are keeping pace with, you know, the, the wizard who's launching fireballs like day and night. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I would do to like improve anything to make, you know, monks feel badass, which is our four total monks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pants. That would no be pants. Yeah. yeah all, all tops. No, you got to try just a little thing yeah. around the eyes. Yeah, Honestly, absolutely. we should do that. <laughs> Great. That would be so much fun to play test that. I would love to see it like an all monk party. Cause yeah. I think you, it four would just be so good. Like if you had four of these dudes, like I think the, r- running around. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing that we ran into is healing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if any monk class has any healing other than it's just an innate healing ability that you unlock at level uh, six or something. Yeah. Stillness of mind. Yeah. Or is it? Um, no, I think stillness of mind. Uh, there's the there's the additional Tasha's um, thing that they added uh, that allowed you some healing by spending two key points. I believe. You yeah. Martial arts die. I forget what it was. Get healed. I believe is the. Yeah. Get healed. Yeah. Get healed. Awesome. Um. Yeah, but I think a lot of it also comes down to, like, the player and their ability to, I mean, this was the perfect playground for it. Mm-hmm. And to see, like, okay, how can I use this to the to the best of my ability, I was, you know? And I, how much, I mean, I think it would be interesting, too, if you're playing with, like, uh, if you've got a barbarian who's going to post up in the middle and just take people out and you can bounce down, attack, mm-hmm. disengage, jump back up, mm-hmm. you know, what how does it affect when other, you know, when it is players with different classes with different tactics, you know, for us, we were, they weren't the same tactics, but it was a similar thing Mm -hmm. of like, okay, how do I, how do I not get hit and hit them? (laughs) Right. Any, any final thoughts from anyone? That this is the, 
played a lot. Of, I'm playing a lot of different characters. I've played a lot of different things. Um, the playing a monk on a battlefield might be the most technically I have had to think about combat, mm-hmm. even with AOE spell casting and those types of things. I, I've had to think about um, act my own action economy and the layout of the map and the layout of everybody who can do what and mm-hmm. um, my resources. It's the most technically I've felt I've had to think about combat in a long time. Yeah. Um, not in a bad way, but just in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I feel, especially for, uh, yeah, martial class, it's like you really are thinking about how you're moving in the space. I'm curious how it would work too if you were doing theater of the mind over, um, like playing on shard tabletop. That's yeah. another episode. Yeah. That's another episode. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Phil, for joining us. Anytime. And thank you all for tuning in. Phil, anything you want to plug? Uh, just go out there and play some D and have yeah. fun, everybody. That's oh, about yeah. it. Do you have any uh, tips for any new DMs or new players who are looking to get into D and D, or any just like general thoughts about what makes D and D so rewarding? Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you just like everybody else. It's all about story time with your friends, and that's that's first and foremost. Um, I'm also I'm a huge proponent of playing other games. Play yes. some, play other play other TTRPGs. You will learn so much more and become such a better game master. Mm-hmm. Even if your home game and your your the, the the game that you sink back into is D and D five E, which it is always yeah. for me. Uh, learn some other things, play some other things, and figure out. And it's just going to learn. It's going to help you so much more. Yeah, we actually uh, play tested Monster of the Week, we and I definitely stole stuff from that. So. Oh my god! Yes. As a as a DM, I've I've stolen so much from the, the setup uh, for for game mastering for Monster of the Week. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Peace. Thanks for scrolling into this episode of Dungeon Busters. Did you get inspiration from today's experiment? Then consider leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Did we miss something? Would you have done it differently? Let us know on social media at Dungeon Busters Pod. That's D-N-G-N Busters Pod. You can follow me on socials at Michael underscore C underscore Hyatt. And you can find me, Diego, on my website, foreverdm.xyz. Thank you to Peter Gertes for our cover art. Our intro music is by Artle Music. Produced and edited by Michael C. Hyatt and Diego F. Salinas.